another day, a very gray day with the sun shining through ever so often, but night quite enough to suit my taste. We are living in these corona virus days here, but still life on earth can be very exciting. Very few people out here, many people are coming to walk their dogs outside or take a little bit of a walk to their own health, which is very good. I know it's a big difference out here though, not that much movement in my neighborhood anyway. And you can hear a lot of the wildlife out, a lot of the birds and a lot of the squirrels walking around right now, probably celebrating the fact that the planet's most dangerous predator that affects them the most anyway, is gone right now. When we think about ourselves and humanity that way, makes us want to really begin to step back as we begin to understand our place in society. It becomes more and more challenging. Because if we are truthful and honest, we have to realize that we have done some very, very stupid things in our lifetime on this planet Earth that has made living more difficult not only for ourselves but for the whole planet for every living being to be strong to keep ourselves strong to have life on this planet earth it's time for us to really begin to step back look into the mirror of humanity and see how we would like to live. You see, there are a lot of difficulties that happen because of the collective way of thinking, the collective way of doing things in this society. And sometimes we blame ourselves when we shouldn't. And we don't blame ourselves when we should. This time right now, this time of reflection when most people are not running around and working or hanging out but forced to look at ourselves can allow us to see that most of the time the things that happen on a larger scale are not necessarily done by us when they are often caused by our inaction, by the desire to not act, to support our brothers and sisters or the other living beings on this planet, but only to support the very small circle that we find ourselves connected to. And this was good and acceptable a long time ago, perhaps, when we were living in villages or when we were hunter-gatherers, when a largest group of people 
that you might know was only about 120, 130 people during that time. All of those people interacted and helped each other knowing that their survival and strength depended on the other person being strong and having the best. But since we find ourselves now cramped in little homes, even in the middle of the suburbs, we find ourselves in houses right next to each other. We don't even speak to each other. We don't even know our neighbors. So only caring about those who are next to us doesn't help anything. Because the circle that is next to us has become smaller. That means that what we're doing now, what we have inhabited from our ancestors that worked well, doesn't work anymore. It has become destructive. And it has made life on Earth a hell for plenty of us. The question is, as we continue to look at the collective actions, do we plan to continue moving in that direction? Or do we plan to stop, expand our circle of friends and relations? to make the changes necessary on all levels to create a more healthy vital society for everyone this I think is what is most necessary and it comes life on planet Earth. Not just living. Not just surviving. Not squeezing life in around the corners of our daily activities. But partaking of life fully and completely. We have several roads set before us, several directions that we can go in, but for simplicity's sake, I divide them into two roads. One is this road to fear, selfishness, and greed. The other is to love, boldness, courage, and character. This nation and the whole society right now is forced to take one of those steps. And if we take the wrong step, the one led by fear and greed, our chances of becoming a great people, a great nation, a great world. And for so long, 
I don't know how long it would take to recover from it. With all of the technology, with all of the artificial intelligence, with all of the possibilities that we have to gather information, to learn to do spiritual practices, to bring together power and force in this world right now and to influence things if we take the road in the wrong direction it will be the worst mistake that human beings have ever made during this era in life perhaps if we listen to people who cover very ancient history, prehistory, and look at the archaeological findings that are present, written in the stone, so to speak, before the modern era. Perhaps we have gone through all of this before and have risen to a great height in wisdom and knowledge, only to have it destroyed by natural disasters or the work of our own hands. I think this is a possibility right now, you see. Because before the external destruction happens, the mindset, spirit, soul, internal destruction has to happen. And if we take this wrong road, that will be not the beginning of the internal destruction, but its completion. Visit us at www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com. That's www nextstepcoaching.mysite.com where you can learn a little bit more about what we're doing by our latest book at lulu.com by Om Prakash Gilmore the title We Are Not Alone The Revelations of the First Exo Ambassador gives us a beautiful sci-fi spin based on facts truth and evidence founded by those who claim to be insiders in a secret space program. Whether this is true or not, the book leads us to a greater understanding of the sociological processes and power dynamics taking place in our world right now. And for other books written by Om Prakash, you can go to Amazon.com and just type in on Prakash Gilmore, where you will find many do-it-yourself spiritual direction books. Now back to the show. What road will we really take? I've noticed a lot of things on social media and online, touting the virtues of spiritual path, telling us how we're going to 
finally transcend our human limitations. But as I listen to these things, I find that they sound very much like the religions I used to listen to when I was young. They have a new sound, new vocabulary, an explanation using different modern words. Usually they avoid the word God or goddess or anything like that and they try to substitute source or universe or something else for God, but we know they're saying the same thing as the other people were saying, except using another language. It also is being captured in the dilemma that I spoke of. That dilemma is, which direction do we go in? Life on Earth is hard. It's hard to deal with the new things coming up, popping their way into our lives. And so we have to learn to expand the meaning of the word life on Earth. What is life on Earth? It's not this little narrow concept that we've picked up and we've been clinging to for so long. This idea that we exist in this material world where we're moving like little balls of energy, not even energy. They used to tell us balls of matter bouncing off each other. Now they're telling us that we are waves of energy bouncing off of each other, but they all are saying the same thing. They don't get down to the heart of the matter. The heart of the matter is that we are not the balls of energy that are bouncing off each other. We're not balls of matter bouncing off each other. We are not even vessels containing all of the power or energy of the source, as they say that we are. We are the source that's containing the balls of energy. We are the larger thing containing the smaller, not the smaller containing the larger. It's not until we move beyond the mindset, the concept of being trapped here on Earth, that we'll truly be free to know who and what we are. We are not trapped on Earth. We are not in the earth. The earth is in us. We are indestructible. We don't need new teachings. We need realization. This realization only comes from the courage to challenge the paradigm of the day. Come from the courage to look deeply at one's own thoughts one's own feelings, one's own experiences, and to ask the question. What is the question? The question is, why? Why do I need? Why do I want? Why do I desire the things I desire? 
Why do I have the fears that I have? Why do I cling to the ideas that hinder me as a human being? Or jump from one to the next to the next instead of letting them go. Why don't I accept the fact of who and what I am in reality after listening to all these little spiritual books and all of the religious jargon that I'm hearing now and the so-called new age spirituality and, and the other spirituality. Why am I still fighting? Why am I still struggling? Why am I still clinging to that which produces the change with which I bind myself. And that is chains that I bind myself with, not change. This is the question. And there is something within each and every one of us that holds the answer to that question. We must let go of our fear in order to be willing and able to listen to that small, still voice. So any type of yoga or meditation or Tai Chi or movement that we do is simply an exercise to get to that still, small voice and the reason that voice is so still and so small is that it is not spoken, it is only known. When we come to the place where our mind is still enough and our heart is clear enough, what is known is translated in our minds into a small, still voice. That voice is ours in the fact that we are translating it, but it is not ours because of the root and the content. Because of where it comes from, it is up to us today to learn to hear that small voice. In order to do that, we must still all of the other voices that have been shoved into us and that are been being shoved into us each and every day as we watch the TV set or listen to the radio, look at the latest glossy magazines telling us what we should be, who we should be, what we should wear, what type of spiritual practice we should even do. All of these voices badger us, take us away from our wholeness and completeness. Because that wholeness and completeness, you see, is not found in the words, but the energy, the reality that exists beyond the words, taking the road to comfort and tradition 
when you're in a world and society that has traditionally been painful and treacherous and hard-hearted, doesn't work. Time to take a new path, a path that is as old as traditional ones, even older, the original path that caused the stars, planets, the galaxies, and universes to come whirling out of the nothingness, create what you and I, we are right now to produce the producing pain of joy, of anger and hatred, of love and tranquility. Embrace 